0: And binge on those videos, which which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey, welcome back everybody to campus here at Trade Show University. This is the podcast you are coming back to over and over again to keep learning and getting better results from your trade shows, from your virtual events, live events, hybrid events. So much going on in the world today and so much you need to be aware of. I'm Jim Serback, your host and really excited to have you back here today. I again, I never take you for granted. I never take this lightly that you are trusting and coming back and and uh, continue to invest your time here here to learn, to get better yourself. So this is going to be a really, really cool episode because as live events coming back, still, there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of virtual events. Some events are still not back to live yet. Some are going hybrid, which has that virtual component to it. So we need to continue to learn how to get better on these virtual. And I've got today on, as a special guest, Erica Bischoff. And she is the founder and CEO of Campfire Social, which is a brand new social media platform specifically focused for B2B. It's very, very cool. And we'll let her tell you about that when we dive into the interview. But if you're an exhibitor and you are planning on... That show coming up, whether that is virtual or hybrid or live and in person, you want to make sure that it is the best it can be, and I can help you with that through my trade show review program. So if you are interested in having a professional, take a look at your show and what are you doing and look at your goals and everything that you're trying to accomplish to make sure that you're maximizing your opportunities. Drop me an email, jim at tradeshowu.biz, as jim at tradeshow, the letter u.biz. And I would be honored to help you maximize the return on your upcoming event because it is so, so worth it. But for now, let's dive into the interview with Erica. Welcome back everybody. Thanks for coming again to another episode of Show University. I'm excited to have you here because we're going to be talking about some really, really important topics for show organizers, for exhibitors, for sponsors, and even For community builders and organizers, because that is such a a hot topic and growing topic in our digital world. And here to talk about all this is Erica Bischoff. She is the founder and CEO of Campfire Social, the first of its kind private social network and commerce platform designed for trade verticals. She is a 20 plus year award winning strategy and insights veteran who has worked for consumer packaged goods companies such as Kraft, Nestle, Kimberly, Clark, and more. And through her consulting business, she worked on strategy projects for associations and event organizers, including Freeman, GES, American Library Association, National Retail Federation, and so many more. So huge names there, so you know you're going to get a ton of experience. Erica, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hi to all of our event professionals out there.
1: Hi, Jim. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: It is my pleasure. I'm so glad you had the opportunity to jump on with me. So tell us a little bit about your background. My gosh, you've got such a such a breadth of experience. So, so give us a little bit of, of an idea of who Erica is.
1: Sure. sure. Yeah, I know actually I've got a little bit of an unconventional background for the association space, but I think it makes what I bring to the table so much richer. So as you mentioned, I'm a 20 plus year market research and business strategy veteran. Um, Working for consumer packaged good companies back in 2015, I decided to go work for myself in which I started working with association executives and board members on strategic planning and event optimization, which through those learnings led me to today where I've taken a turn to become entrepreneur, Erica, (laughs) building out campfire social for this community that I've fallen in love with
0: that's awesome that's and and such huge names in the association space just to jump over there to be able to work with those those kind of organizations is just outstanding thank you good for you good for you you. and we'll i really want to talk about campfire social at the end here but uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about about virtual platforms and talk about maybe from from an exhibitor standpoint we'll start there how can exhibitors really maximize their reach when they're on different virtual platforms
1: Sure. Well, for exhibitors, virtual platforms are so important. And if I can just take a, a mini step back for a moment, yeah. we need to make sure that exhibitors are prioritizing these technologies. I actually read an article last night that seven in 10 millennials and Gen Zs feel that they don't have to meet anybody in person any longer to forge meaningful connections. Oh, that's. A big deal yeah <laughs> right especially when we think about the future of you know trade shows and even association membership these exhibitors rely on shows and associations to be able to bring these you know this buying audience to them on a silver plate and that's what they've historically paid for but if this mindset is changing which it is we need to be able to adapt appropriately and so for these, you know, for these exhibitors, there's a few things that they need to take into consideration. And the first, and this is a function of my background, it's strategy. They need to be able to clearly articulate what their goals are of participating on a platform, but not only understand their goals, the goals of the platform. Not every platform is created equally. A lot of these virtual event platforms are great for disseminating content. I think that that's wonderful, but they're not necessarily designed as is to be an effective B2B marketplace. And so in order to be able to um, withstand that, they need to be able to think about um, relationship building and content generation. A virtual event platform, it's, it's kind of like the tortoise on the hair and it's not the hair. It's not fast, like it is on a trade show floor where Jim, I meet you, right. I get to quickly show you my wares and you're like, cool, campfire social, sign me up, right? <laughs> this is slow. You know, think about how you build relationships on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or any of these platforms. You follow people, you get to understand what, what kind of content and thought leadership they bring to the table which makes you want to get to know them even better. And in this particular case, you know, these exhibitors need to be able to be thinking about, you know, who do I want to connect with? How can I forge a relationship? What kind of content can I bring to them in order for them to want to take interest in me? And then, you know, slow and steady, keep trickling content at these people so then they want to come visit your B2B marketplace, which it may happen during the virtual event, it may happen outside of that. In all likelihood, it'll happen, you know, both ways. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a unilateral experience any longer. Digital is all encompassing.
0: I love how you said the tortoise and the hare. <laughs> because it is. It's it's slow and steady. And, it is. and it, it's building that relationship. And quality relationships are not built in an instant, they're built no. over time.
1: No. There's one, one big mistake that I see time and time again, and I call it, um, actually, for showing your peacock feathers. Okay. So many exhibitors feel like they only have so much time to be able to get their name out. So they show their peacock feathers as fast as they can, trying to entice people, but it doesn't work like that on the virtual platform. So again, slow and steady, you know, each peacock feather will show its vibrant colors over time but that whole idea is to create you know a stickier um, a stickier audience that just wants to follow you.
0: Absolutely. So understanding your audience and then understanding the platform. understanding that it doesn't have to be I, I'm going to open the fire hose and I'm going to drown you with everything that I've got in in right. the course of a few seconds.
1: Right, right. And the truth is a lot of these virtual platforms, like I said before, they're great at disseminating content. And because of that, whoever controls the content tends to win on these platforms. But there's only so much space. There's only so much time for exhibitors to be able to lead a discussion. So they've got to get creative and really think about how they can leverage this um, through interactions you can't necessarily be a wallflower and expect to have lead conversion on a digital platform. You got to put yourself out there.
0: So true. So true. So for for everybody that's involved in the event space, whether they want to think about it or not, ROI is so important. Okay. Yes. So how can a digital platform help with ROI? Okay.
1: So this is a little bit of a controversial type of question. (laughs) So, you know, we hear a lot about these platforms and we hear about these exhibitors not receiving the ROI that they're craving. And in part, that's because these exhibitors are not fully understanding what they're participating in and, and what kind of journey they're embarking on. And it's also as a result of these show organizers not really understanding the consumer journey in a digital platform thus kind of misleading these, like inadvertently, these exhibitors into thinking that they're going to get more ROI than they might that they might get. And so what I always encourage exhibitors to do is they need to take this upon themselves a little bit more so. And if they wanna get ROI, they need to calculate or they need to create a, have a concrete definition of what ROI really means to them. How can they calculate this? Is it lead conversion? Is it how many connections you make? Is it being able to get you know, views to your content? It means something completely different than you know, being able to calculate how many transactional relationships you actually you know, convert on a trade show floor. It's very different. So again, so ROI exhibitors need to be able to have a clear idea of what that means. But once they do, it doesn't mean that they have to blindly accept what organizations offer to them They need to be smart consumers of, you know, participation on digital platforms. If, for example, if a digital event is heavily content focused and there's not a lot of time or not a lot of opportunities for them to truly start engaging with attendees, maybe that's not the right fit for them and they should be saving their digital marketing dollars for something more like, like a social commerce platform that lives 365 days of the year. A lot of the the brands that that um you know that are part of these trade shows they spend a lot of money on on digital marketing already
0: mm-hmm. and right. so
1: i you know sometimes exhibitors don't always interact with the digital marketing teams within their companies but what i would say is if you're going to invest all that the time and, and monetary resources and participating you know in a show i think it's worth sometimes speaking to a consultant to to better understand exactly how they can leverage, you know, proper digital marketing strategies in these types of environments. Um, But at the same time, it's really important for them to participate. Um, There was another study that I love that shows that 85% of business executives um, place importance on social data and 91% 91% within that same study, it said that they were going to increase their digital marketing spend by over 50%, Wow! And, which is a lot, which what that means for these organizations is that these brands are hungry to tap into a digital marketing landscape. And so we need to be thinking as, you know, a community, how can we start providing better value so these brands want to spend with your organization um because it's critical right now there's options out there
0: absolutely the the talking about understanding the customer journey on a digital platform that is I think the key to a lot of these questions getting getting these solutions the increased roi understanding what are the customers going through now how Where do I fit on their journey? How do I best get them and engage so that I'm hitting them so that they are most receptive to what I have to offer? This is just brilliant stuff.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's I mean, it's important for, you know, to be able to really think about because, you know, the way that, you know, I see it. There's a lot of talk right now about virtual event platforms as being. The place that these exhibitors feel like that they need to participate in, mm-hmm. but there's other options out there too that are sponsored by associations and show organizers. And I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but it takes the form of these 365-day marketplaces. And there's some that do a better job than others. Um, there's some that you know are just true, you know, more like provider directories that are just you know B2B where solution seekers can go look for solution buyers, and that's one opportunity. But there is this new trend that I've seen, and and this is where Campfire Social starts to kind of fill in this gap, and it's this idea of a social commerce platform. And the way a social commerce platform works is it taps into the power of conversation, connections, and content to drive commercial transactions for vendors 365 days of the year. This idea of a social commerce platform, it's newer in the association and show organizer space, but it's not new in general. Some examples include the Facebook marketplace, Airbnb, even YouTube. Where these brands are paying for content to be either unboxed or showcasing these, mm-hmm. you know, innovative commercials, and, and leveraging the power of people talking about these brands, to drive traffic back to their websites, and this can be a very powerful model for the association space and for these exhibitors to be able to get the ROI that they're craving.
0: Yeah, you mentioned uh, we we specifically talking B two B. Anyone listening who's in the B2B world you know and maybe not everybody but you know that you have longer lead times uh, longer sales cycles than in the consumer world where you're selling direct to consumer some right. some uh, companies might have lead times of 6 months 12 months or even longer so right. ha- so if you're just waiting and and being boxed in by this event that I'm participating in, and if that oh they just bought, they just bought last month, last week, last year, and they're you know they're not ready to buy for another ten months, whatever whatever the case is. Right. Are you just going to let that go, or now you have new opportunities if you seek them out because it might not be under the umbrella of the event. And, and like Erica said, ask, ask, look, seek within the event and ask the event organizers, Hey, Hey, is anything like this available? How can I connect with some of the attendees, not just within the event, but is there anything outside of this that you are sponsoring and they might have something available that they're not just putting into the event?
1: Right, I think exhibitors have so much power to speak up and act as true partners with their participating association or show organizer to find mutually beneficial solutions. Um, Jim, actually, you brought up something I'd love to touch upon briefly, if you don't mind. Sure, so, please. You know, you spoke about how there's these long purchase cycles, and you know, a, a customer may have purchased, and then you've got to wait until this next event to try to get more business. The beauty of these social commerce platforms is that not only do you get access to potentially new customers every single day of the year, but you can leverage the power of your existing customers to not only um, bring them into your conversations to serve as advocates to your brand, which can lead to other people joining the bandwagon and participating, but also because you're now a daily touch point for your existing customers, you get to stay top of mind with them that can lead to potential upsells, maybe shortening that buyer cycle because maybe they're waiting year round to see you again, to see what your latest and greatest tools and technologies are, but you can get them in front of them sooner. And this is, again, where the power of these 365 social commerce platforms lie. It's, it gives you the power to be able to take, um, you know, your sales potential into your own hands and just and elevate it with your community every single day.
0: Excellent points. Excellent points. Excuse me. I know in the past I have, I've been involved with, uh, at a show and and talk, uh, a current customer comes up and you're in the middle of a great conversation. You talk about something and they're like, oh. I didn't know you offered that. I just bought that from ABC Company, and you're like, "Why didn't you call me?" Because I didn't know you offered it. So
1: right, ha- right, that's a problem.
0: Absolutely, but if you have this constant communication, and just not leaving it up to your sales rep to to make the phone call and say, "Hey, is there anything you need?" and leaving it up to them to tell about your entire product uh, offering or your entire service offering, but now you're giving them an in a new way where they're able to to right. go and find the content that they want and you're able to drip uh, information to them in a a year-round basis. That's I love that. Oh my gosh, I'm getting a little right. goosebumpy over here. <laughs> right,
1: you're, you're, you're about like like Apple and Microsoft, right? They drip kind of like um you know, threads on what's to come, like teasers throughout the year where by the time the new iPhone comes out, you can't even wait any longer. And these brands have the same opportunity now to get in front of their buying audience and not just showcase all of their other wares, but drip these, you know, ideas into people's minds to start generating excitement around their brand in a whole different way.
0: It's just amazing. So everyone, learn lessons from some of the top brands around you like erica said how does how does apple get people who just bought an iphone whatever last year and all of a sudden they they cannot wait to get their hands on the next one <laughs> and how, right. did, how does apple do it so you can take some and harness some of those exact same strategies and put those into play for your company and don't think you can't, because you can. Every company has, every industry has opportunities to do things in new, innovative ways that no one's seen before, right. and you can break the mold. You could be that disruptor in the industry that people are waiting for, and they don't even realize they're waiting for it. Great right. stuff, oh my gosh, this is awesome, this is awesome. Okay, yeah. so as we as we round the corner, give everybody, some. what are what the top couple things that you want people to take away from our conversation today?
1: Right. First off, strategy is so important. It's expensive to be able to participate, you know, either at a virtual event or a live event or participating on a B2B marketplace. Really know what you're paying for because that's going to guide your tactical execution. And then I would say the second big thing is to be successful. It's focus on relationship building and use content to help support those relationships. That's what creates a stickier audience. And when people start following you, that's when they're going to want to start conducting commercial transactions with you. That's what leads to lead conversion. And then lastly, feel free to you know speak up and be a partner with your organization. They're doing their best. Everybody's so strapped right now, trying to figure out this new landscape that they're doing but they can't provide you with the best tools and services that they can find. But as a partner, you might have ideas too, and they're receptive. So feel free to speak up and advocate on behalf of yourself and other exhibitors.
0: Nice. Oh my gosh, so great takeaways. Thank you Erica for bringing all this to the forefront, get people thinking. And if you if you need to rewind this and listen to it again because there's been some absolute gold that Erica's brought forth that you need to be considering. So Erica, so tell us. Now, I am I'm so excited to learn more about Campfire Social. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure, so Campfire Social is a first of its kind, social commerce platform designed for an industry vertical. What that means is it's private for your particular trade association or trade show brand that does leverage this power of community content and commerce to bring people together socially to um, generate more leads for you as an exhibitor, as an exhibiting brand. What this produces for the host organization, it's data and analytics around how their organization thinks, behaves and transacts every single day of the year, as well as unique and incremental monetization opportunities. But for you all as the exhibitors, you get data and analytics to start understanding what content and resources drive more traffic to your brand and what works best to build these deeper relationships and you get access to the industry's ecosystem every single day of the year, again, to create these meaningful relationships and um, generate more leads than you would in a, you know, three to five day event.
0: Wow. Wow. I, I could definitely see when you're talking verticals, you're talking very specific yeah. You, at first I was like, oh, okay. It's another platform. It's another social platform, but no, this is very, very specific to, uh, to industry. Wow. That is very, very different. So if yes. people wanted to find out more about uh, Campfire Social or to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Sure. They can visit campfiresocial.io or they can reach out to me at erica.beshaft at campfiresocial.io. And I'd love to chat with you about this unique take on the marketplace model and consulting opportunities that we offer.
0: So check out Campfire Social, reach out to Eric. I'll drop all of the contact information into the show notes. So please be sure to check that out and and jump on this. If you think this, wow, this is, we have a a vertical that's very difficult to to get things out there or the event is just not enough it's great but we need more reach out and see what the what the opportunities are with campfire social and how how it can uh, best meet your needs erica thank you so much for for joining me today
1: this was a lot of fun today really appreciate the time
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And everyone continue to, to explore. Ask questions. If you don't see what, what you need or what your audience is really craving or a way that you can reach them in new ways, ask your show organizer. Ask the association. Say, hey, do we have anything like this? Do we have a year-round platform where after the event, I can still continue to to, to give information that is it's packaged in a way that I can keep in communication with my audience and continue to learn, continue to push and find new opportunities and keep coming back here on campus at Trade Show University. We will see you next time. What a fantastic interview. Erica is just outstanding. And speaking of outstanding, what's outstanding is not missing any episodes of Trade Show University. Make sure you have subscribed. Right there on your podcast platform. So go click the subscribe button and then get over to trade show tradeshow, biz, trade show letter u.biz, and sign up for our email newsletter right there on the homepage. Just drop your email address right there, and we'll get you on the list where you will get new tips every single week, as well as other great stuff and a bunch of freebies. Including, I'm giving away copies of the best-selling book, Common Path to Uncommon Success by John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast. Several lucky winners are going to get copies of that book and others each and every quarter. But you got to be on the email newsletter list to win. And if you're already subscribed, thank you so much. You're in the drawing. So get over to TradeshowU.biz and sign up today.